But yeah, dude, it's it's not often that when I travel somewhere I go to the same place twice. But the, just the food, the cheap booze, it was completely worth the price of admission. But you know what else is worth the price of admission, Adam? The next episode of the RVA Returners podcast, guys. We are back. We are back from nationals. We are back. We took a week off. Well, didn't so much take a week off. We were on the Fredericksburg Turks post Nats podcast. Well, we kind of took a week off. Like we didn't have the. Uh, I didn't do card of the week. Cactus Curse oh, yeah, us like a day shit, late. Did we? I had to recover. It took a lot of time, and I had oh. to go back to work like almost immediately. So. Yeah, yeah, a lot of lot, lot of uh, need, need to rest after the jet lag. I am your host, Chris Adams. With me, as always, Adam Lane. Adam, say hi to everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today, a lot of catching up to do. I know the um, jet lag had been kicking my ass this week. Dude, I haven't slept worth a damn all week long. It's been awful. It's been pretty bad. But would make that trip 1,000 times again. It was such a great time. But before we unpack that, because there's a lot there. We're going to get started with what we always like to get started with. And I'm sure you know what that is. Grab your <laughs> grab your cameras. Get the teleprompter ready. It's time for the news. And that's the way the cookie crumples. So, spoilers, 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 <laughs> yeah, so, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, so we're really far behind. Uh, Boy, howdy, we are yeah. behind. Before the spoilers, though, uh, the new promo was shown before we did, like, after we did our last Oh, no, yeah, that's right, that's right. The, uh, just to touch on that for a little bit, because I know I have some feelings about it. I don't know if you do. Yeah, I, I do. I, um, I think it's weird. Yeah, I'm not mad at the card they picked. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the card, I think. But I mean, I'm mad I, at the card they picked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, like, I, people are saying it's like a bad card. That card's really good. I'm yeah. sorry, like, um... And of course we're talking about the Opus 4 Light Cloud. Yeah. Which and was the promo in the Opus 4 pre-release kit. That's what bothers me. Because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that has to be fake, because why would they do a promo twice on the same yeah. card? Uh, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, I get that, like, the other promo's not really altering art or anything. It was sure. just like a pre-release promo. Yeah, the stamp. It's just weird. Like, they could have chosen a lot of clouds to give that promo to, and I would have yeah. been fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they chose one that already had a promo number. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just weird. Um, then the art's okay, but I actually prefer the other art to be honest. Yeah, I do too. I feel like this one just has a lot more negative space on it, and I, I feel like the art on some of these cards, which you know, especially when we start getting into the spoilers, I feel like the art needs to be the centerpiece. And like on that particular promo, like it's kind of like off to the side, yeah. like half off the card. I'm like, this seems real meh. And I agree. I, I like the Decidia art because it is like more Decidia art, right? Like when I when yeah, well, yeah. And this one, this one almost looks like the Smash Brothers art. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I mean, that's what it reminds me of, anyways. But it's it's like it's still like a Advent Children Cloud. Is what it mm-hmm. looks like. So. No, absolutely. But I mean, that I, I'm glad it's a it's a card that's playable. Yeah, I mean, nice. it's super playable, and in title, it's ridiculously good. And it's crazy, like you know, that's already coming in hot. Like a lot of people haven't even gotten the Marsh promo yet. Like the only reason I got well, mine, I think that's this is next month's promo. So, so that's next month. Okay. I think I think uh, Marsh is going to be this month, October, right? Mm-hmm. That's the month we're in. Yeah. yeah. So Cloud will be November. Okay, that's that's fine. I'm yeah. I'm okay with it. I, I said I'm okay with it, but I'm not okay with it. But you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the first spoiler that we missed. This feels like it's been a while since we talked about it. Like, it's been a while. In, like in chats and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's Noctis. You know, three CP Earth Forward EX Burst seven K. Mm-hmm. When he re- when you receive damage, choose one Forward 
if you have received six points of damage, break it. So that's his EX burst. Text. Yeah, that, that's his burst. Um, so basically, his burst only works if you it's if it's the six point. Oh yeah. Uh, when you receive damage, choose one forward opponent controls Noctis, and the chosen forward deal damage to their e- equal to their respective power to so, each other. So they fight. Yeah. So so it's like a hecaton tree. Mm-hmm. And then for two Earth, two colorless during this turn, the next damage that Noctis receives is zero. I think the card's excellent, and also the big thing about this one is uh, this is the first time Square has introduced a buy a box promo. Yeah, um, and I, yeah, I was going to touch on that too. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's cool, although I'm not a fan that it's like three out of every four boxes. Yeah, I, I think the, the distro on that's a little yeah, weird. It's making people do weird stuff. Like um, now you're going to see people like reselling it. It's going to be much rarer, which is I guess fine. But now you're given the opportunity for stores to do things because like. It's out. It's contained outside the box. Yeah, the and that's pro- how it is with magic. Like um, it's, it's like almost like like in a in a like a package. Like, so it takes take- it takes like the luck. Like if, so, if you're gonna do like three out of four, right now you're taking all the luck out of it. Yeah. Because now stores are either gonna give it to all their pre-orders, which is probably the fair thing to do. And that's usually I want to say that's how they should be doing um, it. Like, or it, they're gonna like be shiesty about it. But I, but I hope no store does that. But mm-hmm. they but there's an opportunity there for them to do yeah, it. There's an Whereas opportunity if it, it, if it was in the box, they couldn't do that at all. Right. Yeah, um, and here, but, the, but the good thing is, I'm glad, and this is not like what Magic has done the last few sets where the buy a box promo is not a numbered card in the set. Mm-hmm. At least this one, you can still get the card. Yeah, you can still pull it. Yeah. Right, you just don't get the full art, which the art's beautiful. Yeah. I right? will say, I, I think they should do all their promos like this. Correct. I think all of their promos moving forward should be full yeah, art. Because, I mean, when we played Versus, my biggest fan, like, the thing, the thing that I was the biggest fan of in the promos was, like, the extended arts. Oh, dude. And it was the same picture. Like, it wasn't like we got a new art, but it took up, like, the whole card, mm-hmm. and the text was really small. Mm-hmm. And But, like, you know, if you were playing a tournament, everybody knew what the card did. Oh, yeah. Like, so. you would, I remember there was that one time, not to go off on a tangent, because we got a lot of spoils to cover. I remember traveling to tournaments just because if you made top eight you got teen titans go promos yeah and i made sure i got my play set of four so i had to like try i was like oh gotta go to this tournament this week gotta go here but at least with this i i think told you all that tell you this i think they should be doing full art promos moving forward because they're just so much cooler in my opinion yeah i like them a lot and the art on this is really good so yeah fantastic stuff but uh, i think noctis is a fantastic card we we, people have been talking about for a couple weeks yeah he so, is a legendary too. Yeah, I think he's great. Not not a whole lot more to say that hasn't been said about that guy. I think he is just a beater. Yeah, and then the next few we actually like talked about in the Turks, but so we'll like briefly touch on them here. Mm-hmm. So the first one's Sarah, Ice Legendary. Yep. She's a four CP AK. Mm-hmm. When she enters the field, choose as many characters as category thirteen characters you control, dull them, and then her second ability is dull two active category thirteen characters. Mm-hmm. Choose one forward, freeze it. I think she's great. I think she there's a lot. She opens up a lot of neat plays and a lot of neat controly type of turns, um, especially when you start playing like Ice Earth with like a couple of Flandits on the board, and she pairs very well with the other with another card we're going to be talking about. I like her. I like her a lot. Yeah, I think she's really good. Obviously, like insane in title. Oh yeah. Um, I I'm a little and I said this on the Turks podcast too. I'm a little bit bummed that her name is Sarah. Yeah. Just because like the other Sarahs do like cool stuff and. Honestly, like the only one that sees play is the most bland one, which was just like discard. Yep. Um, and now this, if this one's better than the other ones, it's just gonna like push those other ones out. Yeah. Which no. I think are actually cool, like cards that have cool ar- archetypes with them. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you got one that's like more. I mean, it's definitely gonna push out the two CP, I guess, unless you're just playing a cheap forward like for turbo or something. Yeah. Um, but I guess the Moogle one will still be fine. Yeah, because that one's like a whole different archetype for yeah. sure. But yeah, I mean, I think she's a good card. I think there's a lot you can do with it, even in standard. Yeah, I agree. And I 13 agree cards are good. 
Mm-hmm. And I think they're really pushing Ice Lightning. I Definitely. Mean, that's just the way I feel. Um, so, yeah, the next couple ones. Uh, one, the next one up is a Lightning card. Mm-hmm. Um, 2CP Zapped. He's a Wolf. Mm-hmm. Job Ramu. Uh, he's a monster in all situations. Mm-hmm. So this is the first card that has, like, multiple types, I guess. Yep. Um, and then when he's put from the field into the break zone, you may search for one card named Ramu, add it to your hand, and he's a 4,000 power. His, uh, his exit ability is, like, really amazing. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I'm, I, he makes me more interested to see uh, the other... Because I'm sure there are other colors are going to get a card like this mm-hmm. that, like, are counted as monsters as well. And, and normally I would say he'd be really neat with Gal, but in a deck with Gal, you're not running summons, so, like, his exit ability you're not really going to use. Yeah. Unless it pushes something different, yeah. I mean, but also, like, uh, the Waff, well, the next card, too, is pushing, like, Waffle Monsters, so yeah. maybe... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, he's an Alcid target too, I guess. That is true. That is true. Um, so, but he also opens himself up to both removals, uh, which kind of sucks. And he loses the kind of invulnerability that typical monsters get because he's always a forward and a monster. Yeah, yeah, it's so, true. It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is Rain. She's a three CP six K EX burst. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she enters the field, search for one category Wolf monster, add it to your hand. Uh, category Wolf monsters you control gain plus a thousand power. Mm-hmm. Again, have to see more. I know we, I, I said the exact same thing on the Turks cast. Um, I think this card, there's nothing but upside to this card. We just got to see what else they make. Yeah, I need to see more. Um, I am worried that like they're not going to be able to print enough in this set to make her worth it. Yeah, and she's a heroic, I believe, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's one you're going to hold on to just to see what they make. And, like, the card might not be good coming out yeah. of Opus 7, but just... I, I'd be future. surprised if she's strong coming out of Opus Seven, but it maybe yeah, maybe it's something to keep looking at. Yeah, for as sure. Sets come out for sure. Uh, the next one is five CP Water for it. It sticks like the band. Yeah, just like the band. Uh, Renegade, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Eight thousand power. Um, or actually, I guess she's water. It's more like I'm sailing away, right? Oh uh, my god, God! You, <laughs> stop, you stop it right now. You stop uh, that right now. So when she enters the field, choose on forward. Your opponent controls. Uh, if the cost to play her was only paid with water. Return her to their owner's hand. And then she has an S for S2 water tap. Until end of turn, all forwards your opponent's control lose 5,000 power. And you can only use this if you've received 5 points of damage or more. Man, I think she'd be okay if she didn't have that super prohibitive part of her S ability. I think I think she'd be playable, but the problem is in water, like, there's kind of a hierarchy there for five drops in water, right? Number mm-hmm. like there, there is clearly one person on top of that mountain, and that's Cloud, Cloud of Darkness. Darkness. Yeah. And then behind that, you start looking at like maybe Cecil, maybe yeah, and, and then or like Ozma, like Cecil, Ozma are like the two you kind of see. But like it, it's like Cloud of Darkness I guess up here. I'd probably put Steiner ahead of them too. Oh yeah, Steiner. Yeah, I forgot. Like Steiner's another five drop, yeah. but it, it, yeah, yeah. I don't even think she comes close. And like if her S ability wasn't prohibitive like that, like to make you have five damage, then I could see the argument. Yeah, I guess if you think about it though, if you're playing her in mono water, mm-hmm. um, she's a Leviathan on her card when mm-hmm. when you're playing mono. Mm-hmm. So like that's worth like three CP, I guess. Could also be good maybe like in as like a two of maybe in like a monsters mono water monsters build because now it gives it does give you like a summon effect without having right. to play. It summons. was like the same reason we played Chime, right? Except yeah, except you have to bounce your opponent. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which isn't super great right now. Right, so maybe, so maybe I was looking at that kind of narrow. I but. mean, I don't. I still think it's too slow. Mm-hmm. Um, the last part does Cosmo very well with Cognazo, but it's like expensive. Yeah, and 
chances are if I'm at five points of damage, that's not really what I'm looking to do at that point in the game. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's prohibited by the fact that you have to be at five or six, because yeah. otherwise you're dead, so... Yeah, pretty much, exactly. <laughs> so the window the window is very small there, yeah. so... Eh, not great. Which, I mean, Noctis has that too, but Noctis has the other stuff going on, like, all the time, so... Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think she's too slow, that's my initial opinion. Exactly. exactly. Uh, so next up is Saz. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a four CP fire backup EX burst when he enters the field... Search for one fire summon add it to your hand. Do you like Briar's vanilla ice cream? Because I know I sure as hell do. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before, right? Yeah, dude, this it's card's fine. Like it lets you search for something, which which is never bad. Like an expert that lets you search for something is never bad, right? Right. But it's not doing anything else. Like I really, I really wish it gave you something else for four CP. You, I'd almost rather just spend the other two CP, play K Tuna, get something, and cast it. Now all the rest of my summons are better. Sure, yeah. But I'm not saying that card is bad. I'm just, again, as with most fire cards, they just, like, they give it, like, nothing. Like, they, it's <laughs> yeah. like, here, here's just words on your card. You're lucky you get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's true. That's what <laughs> so, it's with, like. with the K-Tuna argument, at least, mm-hmm. um, K-Tuna is limited by the cost. Sure. And sure. this isn't. Um, so this can search Phoenix. Which is, I, I think, the ideal target. Yeah, which I, I think the only reason you're running Saz is if you're running, like, Phoenixes. Oh, correct. Absolutely um, correct. Everything else is, like, meh. Because, yeah. like, if you really want to search Bahamut, you could play Fang. Yep. Um, or Caius, I mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Fang just makes it cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the only other expensive summon that you want to search that K-Tuna can't grab you is Phoenix. Yeah. So, that, I mean, to me, that's, like, really all he's grabbing. Yeah. Which... So maybe he's a good backup in, like, those, like phoenix decks like with urian j and stuff like or that. if you're getting real loose and you're playing like the 20 ifrit deck i saw that kind of on stream today yeah that fire lighting deck had a, uh, I want to say six or seven ifrits in it so it might work in there but <laughs> i don't know i don't know i doubt we'll it well he had no backup so probably not so there we go well there we go so we'll just move right along <laughs> yeah so i mean i think he has some uses but he's definitely super vanilla and i yeah. don't expect to see him a lot it's true so um so next up is another fire card mm-hmm uh, 4 CP Aegis. Mm-hmm. He's a Warrior of Light. Um, AK. Mm-hmm. Job Warrior Light Forge. You control other than Aegis gain Brave. Mm-hmm. And when he enters the field, you may play one forward across two from your hand onto the field. I think that's a good fire card. I think that's a fantastic fire card. Um, especially with you know, the, the job is super relevant. And you could almost get away with playing like Mono Five. You know how like you know, like Opus Five, Opus Six. You could play Mono Earth Warrior Light and get away with it. Mm-hmm. I think you can play Mono Fire Warrior Light and get away with it because you have that guy. You have Soul. You can still play Light Warrior of Light, and you have um, Luneth. Yep. So, and have, giving all those guys Brave naturally just seems good. Yeah, I think in more along the lines buffs like what Spencer was playing mm-hmm. at Soldier. Yeah. Like the Fire Earth Warrior of Light. Yeah, I, I think I mean, you could perfect. play Mono Fire Warrior of Light. I mm-hmm. just feel like you're losing too much. Oh, yeah, you're, you're losing the oh shit button. You're losing good summons. And Wool. And you're losing Wool and yeah. Ingus. Like, yeah, they, I, I I think he's a good fire card. Yeah, I think he's good. And I think he's also pretty decent outside of. Uh, yeah, he's good in Fire X too, because if it, the, the yeah. two drop isn't color restricted, right. which is neat. So you can do some like crazy stuff. Whether or not that's going to be good, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he pairs well with like Godot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that could be interesting. What, the old Godot that you play that, Godot, and then... No, the just other... the haste one that buffs two drops. Yeah, that's true, too. Well, that, too. I mean, you could also do... You could also go 4CP, 2CP, 2CP for 4CP. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to have the cards in your hand, but you can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I was mainly looking at the 4CP, though, just to kind of keep shitting out two drops. Yeah. problem is Shadow Lord sees a lot of play right now, so yeah. if 
you're playing a deck that's like really focused on two CP, mm-hmm. that's gonna you might have a rough time. Yeah, that's true. That's very so, true. But I I do like the card. I think it's good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, next up is uh, Zezot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a four CP Earth forward AK Dawn mm-hmm. Warrior. Yeah. Uh, he has four abilities. So for Earth Earth, he gains plus two thousand power to end a turn. Mm-hmm. For Earth Ice, choose a dull four, deal it four K. For Earth Wind, choose one four, deal it or choose one four, activate it. Mm-hmm. And then for Earth Lightning, choose one active four, deal it four K. I think he's good. I think he's a. Uh, I could see him as like a one or a two of in a, a, in a lot of different decks. I think him being a Dawn Warrior is good. Um, I think the Earth Ice and probably the Earth Lightning are the two most relevant. But I, I think he's fine. I think he's a fine card. Yeah, I think he's decent. Um, I think the way Curtis said it on Turks is he's a poor man's wool. Oh, yeah. I think that's kind of accurate. So yeah. maybe this is like a good budget thing for people that don't have wool to play in like Earth Wind decks or something. Yeah, because wool's still an expensive card, and he's probably not going to come down anytime yeah. soon. I'd probably say he's like closer on the weak side just because like having two separate abilities or two separate elements on one ability mm-hmm. uh, it means you have to have the backups out you can't really pitch for it unless yeah. you want to pitch two cards for that which, which seems real bad feels terrible mm-hmm. um all the abilities aren't bad but neither is gilgamesh right like gilgamesh has a card where it's just one mm-hmm. cp for each and it's not like those abilities are bad either yep but you don't see that card exactly. the only reason it got played in Golbez was because it was named gilgamesh exactly so like i mean i think he's decent um, I just don't foresee him seeing too much play, even like with Gallif and Kelger. Yeah, I um, agree. Because like I just want to play that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> like uh, old <laughs> Kelgar with new Gallif says get wrecked. They yeah, get ranched. I, I don't need say. another Dawn Warrior. Like that's a good enough for me. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that but maybe true. like I guess if you need like a third one for some reason, yeah, I don't know. Why not? But yeah, I mean he's not bad, but I don't think he's gonna see too much play. Yeah. Um. So next up, we got the first dark card, I believe. Although we're gonna show both. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is the Dark Heroic. Yeah, yeah. he's a 3CP AK uh, Galdus <clears throat> Crystal Chronicles, so you can tutor him through Epitaph. Yep. Um, when he's put from the field to the break zone, choose one of the, or select one of the three following. Mm-hmm. Uh, your opponent randomly discards a card from their hand. Mm-hmm. Choose one monster in your break zone, put it in your hand. Choose one forward, it loses 5,000 power until end of turn. I don't think he's bad. Um, again, being a dark card, he's, he's competing in a crowded space. But obviously, I, I think the big thing there is the the um, the random discard. Man, mm-hmm. again, like we know from magic cards, anything that makes you discard at random can be pretty brutal. Yeah, it can be bad. So, um, I mean, my initial thoughts is that it's like he yeah, he's over curve, and I know this is gonna sound weird, but he's like slow. Yeah, oh, he's very slow because he has to die. Yeah, he has to die. I mean, granted, he's one CP over curve, but would you? Would you play like a three? I mean, I, I guess you're you're gonna get value on him eventually, but would you just play a three CP AK dark guy? No, and, and I, I, he does have a lot of upside, and I think he could be a really neat piece in some decks. But I I I, I agree with what you're saying with him being slow. I think there's just better dark cards. Yeah, you can and that's the thing. From. Like if you draw him, like when you really need that top deck. Yeah. Especially like say you're playing against Turbo. Yeah. Like now he's just like doing nothing. Except sitting in your hand and you're staring at him because you're pissed that it's not a card you can discard for CP. Exactly. Um, exactly. We've all been there. That's for sure. Yeah. So. And then, I mean, you don't want to run multiple of them too. That's no, thing, like, no, 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 no. So. He's, a, he's a one of fun of. So maybe, and we could be wrong, maybe, but we'll see. I don't think he, again, he's another one of those cards. Like, I don't think he's bad. It takes a lot for a card to be bad in this game for me. Yeah. It's just in like a competitive deck, I don't know if I want to put him in there. It's like I agree. a card slot. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, next up is Kamari. Mm-hmm. He's a 6 CP water for 9k. Uh, 
Cost required to play Kamari onto the field is reduced by one for each job guardian you control. Mm-hmm. Job guardians other than Kamari you control cannot be chosen by your opponent's abilities. Mm-hmm. Category ten characters other than Kamari you control cannot be chosen by your opponent's summons. That card's good. Does he say? Does he say he could be reduced to zero technically? Yes. Yes. Which is really good. I think the fact that you yeah. could. It's like cloud. It's like uh, lightning, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel like there's one other one. Oh, Titus. Okay. Yeah, they can all be reduced to zero technically, nice. but you have to have six. Right. Things out. However, those those cards say don't, forwards, don't right? count back. Yeah, and this one does. Yeah. I, th- I think this card's really, really good. I think it's um. Well, I think he's amazing in ten title. I think that guy breaks ten title. Well, think- it gives you a different um title to play because right now I think everybody's playing gold wings. Oh yeah, yeah it's gold wings or bust right yeah. now for sure. So the only guardian you're really playing is like Titus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least here now you have a new, or or you could just throw him into the YRP one because you you have to kill him. To, like he, he's just an extra layer of protection because sure. all yeah. the category ten guys can't be what targeted by summons. Yeah, man, that, that that's a rough time for tactics. That's for sure. Yeah. So I think he's good. I think he's a great card. No, I think he's good. They're obviously trying to push like Firewater, some kind of Guardian deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see like what else they show. They've shown another one that we haven't talked about yet, but mm-hmm. I I, uh, I do like again, and I know I said this back in Opus Five and like near the end of Opus Four. They're really focusing on like a lot of tribal synergies here, mm-hmm. or category or tribal synergies, and I, I really, or I should say, and because they're, they're two different things. Mm-hmm. I like that they're doing that. It, it, there's a lot of flavor wins happening here, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, so. I think he's pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm interested to see what people do with them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up is uh, Snow. <sighs> he's a four CP ice backup. Um, when a forge you control attacks, choose on forge your opponent controls dealt. Hmm. Short and sweet, straight to the point. <laughs> yep. So, uh, hey, remember that card we looked at before, Kamari? Uh-huh. Imagine if he also said, hey, dull a guy when he attacks. <laughs> hey, remember that Aegis we showed earlier that lets a two-drop come into play? Imagine if he said, oh, yeah, when he attacks, dull a guy. Yeah, I, I think the, the card scares me. Uh, yeah. we, we talked about this a lot on the Turks podcast, too. Um, I am worried that it might be, like, too good. Mm-hmm. But there are counters to it. Oh, there, there's um, a lot of hard counters to like, it, for I, sure. I think it's... Busted, but it's not like I'm like gonna call for like a ban immediately. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like there are obvious things that you can already see with the card that are gonna be like really dumb. And in my opinion, Vice Kings is gonna be the deck that abuses it the most. Yep. Just because now all their small forwards are gonna be able to dull stuff. Yep. And then like like you know like you said before, and you party attack with Layla and two Vikings. All right, we're gonna dull those three things, and yep. that could sometimes just be enough to win. The one I'm really scared about, too, is the Lock Genesis Party Attack. Yeah. All right, we're going to Party Attack, dull those two, and guess what? Now you're probably discarding uh, two. My biggest fear is if Turbo can run it. Now, I don't know for sure. Um, I want to say that... I mean, they're going to try it at first, at least. Well, sure. Like I said, already on, if you're on the draw, you play that, play, three, play the five-drop Sephiroth. That's mm-hmm. your hand. They're discarding two, and sure. whatever forward they play, unless it's like uh, something that can't be targeted by ability. So, so say they respond and they play Zidane. Still doesn't matter mm-hmm. because it's not going to kill Sephiroth because he has first strike. Sure, yeah, but like you could also like there are still things they could do to you because you're you're now you're emptying your whole hand to play one forward and one backup in turbo, right? And you only got two cards out of their hand, but you're and, on the draw as well, so they've probably sure. pitched something to play. So sure, I mean most, like, most people though just pitch one and play a backup. I right. mean I'm I'm talking like at the highest level. Right? Sure, sure, sure. Um. And so you're not really going to get them for too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can. You can still screw them over, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, a Dottaluma is going to shut that down oh, immediately. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a Dottaluma plus anything else is mm-hmm. probably just going to kill the Sephiroth, and then you're just left with snow. Yep. Um, I mean, 
I, they're going to try to run it. Um, it's going to require testing for sure. Mm-hmm. It won't require too much testing, but like they'll, you'll know pretty soon if and it's I, I good feel enough. Like, I feel like Earth, like Earth X decks, or just Earth, like Earth Wind. I think is the only like archetype that doesn't really have to worry about snow. Yeah. Well, uh, I think Mono Wind too. Mono Wind. Yeah, because they can just activate everything. Yeah, or just or play something. like backup Earth or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, legendary one choice. But yeah, a ton of the answers are in Earth. Because, I mean, obviously, the best thing to do about your play is just play Guy. Yep. yep. And then they can't really do anything. They have Their top deck has to be Mateus. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At that point. Absolutely. So. so. But again, uh, I think the card's nuts. I think it's going to see play in, like, every other deck, no matter what. Like, anything that's running Ice is going to probably consider this card. Right. And, and, that, and what scares me is, yeah, there's a lot of answers for the card. But what I don't... A card like this can force the game into, like, a very... Like almost like into a bottleneck, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like if you're playing this card, or you're playing cards that counter this card, and yeah. I don't want the game to devolve into that. Yeah. I I don't think it will, but I do think you're gonna see a ton of that this card, and in sealed, it's gonna suck. Oh, it's gonna be like the best card to get because it's a rare. Yeah. So it's gonna be yeah. You're not gonna have fun. Like they're gonna potentially pet steel pet like pools are gonna have two of this guy. Yeah. So they're probably gonna see him like every game. Yeah, that's gonna be most unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so next card is uh, Sin. I, I personally like this card a lot. I do too. Um, he's a 9 CP dark card. Mm-hmm. 9K, Final Fantasy X. Uh, when he enters the field, break all forge your end monsters other than Sin. Mm-hmm. Sin deals you a point of damage. Mm-hmm. For S and 9, it's pretty expensive, uh, at the end of your turn, next turn, if Sin's still in the field, your opponent loses the game. You can only use this ability during your turn. I love control finishers and I love alternate win conditions. This guy is both of those, and he also he's like searchable because you have brother. Yep. Um, you know, I know the big thing people are already talking about, like using uh, Ronzo Rage with that to try to abuse, like to try to abuse the win, the the instant win. Essentially, well, the your opponent has to do that though, right? Because I think Kamari has to target. Does it uh, opponents forward? Does it? Pretty sure. Or I thought it was just a, a for just another forwards. Yes, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm not 100 percent on that. But either way, it, but. the turn you play that guy, assuming you've got like, because if you're playing a control deck, you've got your five backups, you've got cards in hand. You play that guy. The next turn, you're going to have the nine. Sure. To be able to sin yeah. or whatever. So I like the card and just just the board wipe alone minus him. Like I think yeah. that like for a one point of damage, that is one thousand percent worth it. Yeah, I mean. For me, I'm not. Even, I don't give. I don't care about the special like at all. Oh well, yeah, it's just um, cool. I've got now. I've got a. Uh, he's he's a nine K. He's a nine CP nine K. Like I've just it, he shits on monster decks. Decks that go wide. Like you play that guy, they're in trouble. Like now they've got now they've got to put something on board. It's a better board wipe against Scions too. Because oh, now amazing. now I have a forward out. Yep. I mean, now you can't break Yastola though. Yeah, she stays. Vincent stays. Stuff mm-hmm. like that will stay. Ash um, Rassler. Ash Rassler. You can tighten things. Yep. Um, so there are ways to play around him that you can't usually do with Shantoto. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it gives me an access to a second board wipe yeah. and index that I'm playing Shantoto in already. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest problem is he costs 9, and Turbo is a thing. Yep. So it might just be a dead card sometimes, mm-hmm. which feels bad. I'll, I like it a lot, though, as mm-hmm. a control player. like I'm definitely going to try to put this guy in probably a lot of decks and oh, yeah. try it out. And if I can make the yes consistent, great. But yeah. if, I, if I can't, I think the card's still going to be good. Yeah, I agree. I agree um, with that. I, agree. I think this will see play like 100%. Like, yeah, I, like we, we literally were like, oh, no one will play Nidhogg. It's a 9 CP. Boy, were we, we wrong. And now we've shown that 
a nine CP forward yeah. can be played. So yeah, my so my I, I definitely said that too about Nidhogg. Um and I and the reason I said that was because of how the meta was at the time. And I knew Layla was gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was gonna be as good as she is now. Mm-hmm. And now you just have so many cards in your hand where it's just like, yeah, cool, I'll pay nine. Whereas this guy, like, I'll pay nine for that oh, all yeah. the time. Because also too, if you've got Vikings on the board. You're going to reap the benefits of losing oh, those Vikings. Oh, for sure. In those decks, yeah, you can 100% slam it in. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in, in decks, like say you tr- like I tried to play Nidhogg and Earthwind. Mm-hmm. I tested it out. It didn't feel good because like you have to spend so much TP mm-hmm. to play Nidhogg and then, you know, it and you're probably not goes off, anything. but now you just have a guy there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got a really good card on their hand and maybe you killed something. Yep. Uh, but like, you know, you have Dot Lumen stuff. It just kills stuff anyways. Yep. Um, but this is like kill everything. Yeah. Um, so like I'm all about that. It, it's a hard reset that's just really just in your advantage. It's yeah. fantastic. I think it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I, like I said, I like it a lot. I don't want to beat that in too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then there was a bunch of cards that were shown in a magazine. Yeah. Um, that people translated. So these translations aren't 100 percent official. Yeah. I will say that now. Mm-hmm. There's one card in particular that people are still unsure about, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about it mm-hmm. um, based on how I have it. But then I'll also say that. It might be, like, another way. Mm-hmm. All right, so next up we got uh, an Evoker Forward. I think it's the first one that we've seen. Mm-hmm. It's a 3CP Fire Forward 7K standard unit. When it enters the field, choose one forward opponent controls. If the cost to play Evoker was paid in part with Lightning CP, dole that forward. I think the card's fine. I, I'm, I'm liking this cycle of double-color standard units. So I think this one's fine. It's a... Uh, I wish it either did like some kind of being fire and lightning. I wish instead of dulling something, I wish it like burned something. Yeah. But ah well, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is, is burning really better than dulling? Sometimes like. Well, it depends. I guess if you're going, if you're going like yeah, if you're going hasty, yeah, sure, yeah. I can see that. But yeah, I mean, I think I think it's okay. Yeah. I don't think it's like anything to write home about. But yeah, it's fine. It's, it's good decent. Decent. Good sealed card. Yeah, for sure. Um, next is a. Uh, the ice version of like the discard monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a two CP ice monster goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, put him in the break zone. Search for one monster. Add it to your hand. So he's a monster tutor. Sure, sure. Which is so fine. I think that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, discard him. Choose one dull forward. Deal it three thousand damage. You can only disability when goblins in your hand. Yeah, I think that card's fine. Um, too slow for turbo, obviously. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which uh, the the only the only monster tutor. Although, is it is it too slow? Would well, you so not pay 2CP to search for Gesper? Well, maybe, because people right now are using Amaro. Like, there's some builds that use Yeah, because you get Amaro. a body, though. But, I mean, yeah. you do get a body with Amaro, yeah. and you're paying four more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is it is it too slow, though? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. The second and, and, Gesper, and what does the second ability do? Deal a dull forward 3,000 games? Yeah. Man, that would be really good in the mirror match, too, I would think. Yeah. They start swinging in with Argaths and Snows, and you're just like, boop, take a yeah. seat. And this is assuming like Gesper stays because like a lot of people are calling for that ban. They don't. <sighs> Tangent time. <laughs> I don't think they need to ban the card. They just need to errata it where it says tap. It needs to. It needs to be tap. Discard a card. Your opponent discards yeah. a card. Like you need to not. That the, what makes it so good so is I when think, you can use it without having. Cards I think in your that hand. makes the card just bad though. I don't disagree that that mm-hmm. like that like rebalances the card and makes it way worse. Mm-hmm. But to me, like that makes Gesper terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just doesn't see play anymore. So if that's then, the case. Then like, it sorts itself out naturally. But then just ban him, right? That's what I'm like. All I'm saying, like maybe like if something comes down the road well, where you have like a format where you're just allowed to play whatever, he can come back. Well, I don't know if it makes it. 
it just makes double Gesper worse, right? Right? Because you still have one Gesper out, and you're doing that. That's still fine. But you can't do it on the empty hand, which is what everybody's doing. Right, right. And th- that's what makes the card broken. Yeah. Like, that's what makes the card broken. I think if you just... you, I think if you wanted to errata him, and we'll, I'll end the tangent on this, because I don't want to go too far off, because we still have to talk about Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just made him unique... No, that'd be fine, too. I think you'd be, be fine. That'd be fine, too. Um, and I think you'd still be good if you did that, because then mm-hmm. you could still do the thing, and one Gesper is still be really strong. There's just no, never a potential for double Gasper and triple Gasper is always overkill. So agreed. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I mean. Yeah. Cards playable. I think yeah. a card may actually be fine. <laughs> I may be eating my own words. So I mean, my big thing with this is like play with Mira or something like that mm-hmm. in a monster deck. Maybe you can run like three color monsters with ice in it. Mm-hmm. And now you got Mira discounting your monsters. You play this for one. Play Gasper for one. <laughs> or, I, mean, yeah, I guess you could. Or play whatever for one. Yeah. But yeah, I was probably looking at like most other stuff. But yeah, I, mean, I, I like the card a lot. I can do a lot. I think I'm gonna try to do a lot with it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Al Hamlin. I I don't know. That's Sounds probably terrible. Great. He's a two CP backup wind. Mm-hmm. Choose one forward or uh, Dullum. Choose one forward. Deal at two K. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only use stability while you control Chalinka or Yuri. Dullum deal two thousand to all forwards your opponent controls. Uh, you can only use this ability if you control Chalinka and Yuri. I think that card's okay, like especially if you're gonna be running like Chalinka and Yuri and like a wind lightning kind of pingy deck. Yeah. I think card could be real good because Yuri himself can do damage to stuff and Yeah. I, I mean think... obviously it fits in like one deck. So right. but you know in the in the right deck, I, well obviously it is the the right the one deck is the right deck yeah. for it, right? So I, I think the card's fine. Uh next up, uh, pretty short sweet and straight to the point, but I like this card too. Mm-hmm. Uh Carbuncle, it's a two C B earth backup. Mm-hmm. Has back deck. Beautiful. That's that is the best turn zero play. It's like they play their backup pass. You're right. Boom. I'm gonna play mine. Now I get to pay my t- play my turn one. Like that card a lot. So I'm interested to see because uh, I know people will try this in Earthwind. Now you go on the play, right? Um, at when your opponent like passes or whatever, you play this. Mm-hmm. Next turn you play Simi Star Sybil for five. Yeah. Uh, that and you have three backups. <laughs> yep. That seems really good to me. Seems card seems real okay. Um. I mean, obviously, that's, like, the god hand. Like, you're probably not going to get that all the time, but, like, just the potential to have that seems really good. I like games with turn zero plays. Remember remember in Versus, the turn, the, the, the surprise assault no, the turn triple, zero like, play? triple and quad yeah. surprise attack. That's what I'm saying. Like, then, uh, like, I, I, the fact that this kind of just gives you something to do on, like, your opponent's, like, turn zero. It, it, but, you know, Scarmaglione did, does the same thing, but, like, this, I, I think this helps you build. Yeah. So, I think, I think the card's fine. I think absolutely yeah. fine. So, yeah, I, I like it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is uh, Seymour. He's a 2CP lightning backup, mm-hmm. EX Burst. Um, when he enters the field, search your deck for a summon, put on top of your deck. Now, this is one of the cards, too, um, that we're not sure if this tests the tap or not to do its S, or if it's, you know... Yeah. I yeah. want to say, if, by looking at the picture, that it does have tap, but I, it's hard for me to tell. It's kind of blurry. Um, so it's S, lightning, lightning, possibly tap. <laughs> Yes. Um, if it's if it's not tap, it's going to be really a lot better, I think. Um, reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a summon, you can summon it with, for for free, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, so if it's not tap, you can theoretically s the same turn you search for the summon and put it on top of your deck. Yeah. Uh, if it is tap, then you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot worse. But you can maybe do things with like ephemeral summoner and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that card's great. It, it's a two CP backup, which is never bad. It's an EX burst, which typically isn't bad. I, th- I think there's some neat plays it can have. Yeah. So I like that card a lot. And it costs two. Yeah. It's a two CP backup. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. That's the best thing. Yeah. 
And there's another card named Seymour, too, if you really want, like, S-Fodder. Yeah. I and, guess, or whatever. And the other Seymour is still a great card. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, break a three cost yeah. for four and get a backup. Yeah, seems real okay. Yeah, and then the next one is Dusk. He's mm-hmm. a three CP water forward, 6,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he enters the field, if you control another job wear of light forward, draw mm-hmm. a card. Um, for Dull, for this turn, the next summon you, c- you cast is reduced by one. Can't become zero. Yeah, I think that card's fine. I think if you're going like that Warrior of Light Tribal, this is just a good like one of maybe just you splash it. You're you're playing it for the card draw. Yep. Um, and it's again, it's a Warrior of Light. So if you got Aegis out, it's gonna have Brave. If you got Light Warrior of Light out, it's gonna be taking two less damage. If you have Ingus, Ark, Luneth, Refi out, it's gonna be yep. a seven K. Like anything with the job Warrior of Light is not bad. It's just like the the hardest part in that deck now is your numbers. Yep. It's going to be a tough deck to make, but it's definitely getting a lot of things. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. Uh, so then the next set of these Japanese cards, mm-hmm. uh, we got Shantoto. She's a 2CP Earth backup. Mm-hmm. For one colorless, choose an element. Other than light or dark, she becomes that element until end of turn. Mm-hmm. You can only use it once per turn. Yeah, card seems fine. Problem is, it's named Shantoto, and it's a backup. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's going to see too much play. Yeah, not until, they, not until we get to a point where they're going to rotate the other one out. Yep. But I think at that point, the forwards start seeing more play. But there's there's some utility there. Sure. Yeah, and then this is another one. The next one's another one that, like, we're not quite sure 100% what it does. Like, mm-hmm. it, we know what it does, but we're not sure exactly how it's worded. Okay. So it's null. It's 6 EP, 6K. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's understated as hell. He has haste. Mm-hmm. Um, when he enters the battlefield, gain 3,000 power. And then the second part of his ability, we're not sure if it's part of his ETB or just something that he always has. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something that he always has, I think he's going to be good. Uh, when he deals damage to your opponent, choose a forward they control, break it. So he's a guy. He's like Twilight Odin. Sure. Um, if if it's just an ETB and he gets two abilities and then he's just a vanilla six CP six K, mm-hmm. I think he's trash. Mm-hmm. But if he keeps the second ability, I think he might be pretty good. Yeah, especially with the snow running around. Yeah. Yeah. No, could be fine. Could absolutely be fine. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise, I would just rather have Twilight Odin. Like if he's just yeah. A, yeah. Same. I mean, yeah, the haste will catch people off guard, I guess, but, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, eh. Uh, the next one is Titus. When he enters the f- he's a 4CP AK water forward. When he enters the field, choose the character you control, return it to its owner's hand. So you have to choose. Yeah. But it's any character. Okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. So it's, like, backups, monsters, all that stuff. But it has to be yours. Yeah. I mean, he's interesting. I think he's okay. Yeah. I guess he's tight. He's like the best standard card named Titus that's not Blitzace Titus. Yeah. I mean, and who doesn't love the Outside art? of title. Right. And who doesn't love the art, right? Yeah. The, uh, the plushy, chibi style art. Yeah. And then next up is, uh, and when I read this, this reminded me of like a Versus card, too. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is how Versus Tutors typically work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Meath. He's a 2CP fire backup. I like this card a lot. So um, I'll say that. I'm going to preface what you're going to read with that. Yeah. When he enters the field, uh, discard a card from your hand. Search for a forward of CP cost equal to the card you discarded uh, from your deck and add it to your hand. I like that card a lot. Like That, that does feel like a verse card, right? Like, and, and what's so good about it is it does help you, like, like say it's one of the, you have one of those draws, right? Where, like, you have that and you have a card, you have a four-drop summon in your hand. Boy, you really need a four-drop body on the board. You play that, pitch that, grab that. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I think that card's really good. Yeah. I, I think it's good for, um, like, also helping you get the forward you want 
like what if like what if I'm play, again what if I'm playing Mono Fire and I really want a second copy of Sabin to get that uh to get the Rising Phoenix off. Play that, pitch this four drop I'm not gonna play, let me grab that Sabin, let's go to town. Yep. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Um it is fire, so you gotta play fire to get it. Um, but you can search for any forge you want as long as whatever you discarded is the same cost. Yeah, I think that card's fine. I think it, it, it's a neat tutor, like a really neat yeah. tutor. And it's any card. You don't have to discard a forge to get a forge. You could discard a Bahamut yeah, to exactly. get a saving. Exactly. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I like it. It's what, a 2 CP? 2. Yeah, I like the card a lot. It's super playable. Yep. Um, so the next one is a new Shiva. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a 3 CP Ice Summon. Mm-hmm. Choose, two for- choose up to two forwards, freeze them. Mm-hmm. If this was triggered by EX Burst, so it's a burst, um, dole them also. That's pretty good. Um, is it as good as like the other Shiva? Like I don't the think sta- so. Right, that's the problem. I'd rather play the Opus One Shiva over this, just because like I always get the dull and freeze. Yeah, and, um, and also, then it's definitely not better than Opus Three Shiva. Right, and also if I'm paying three for something now, granted, if you're going like full Shiva, like balls to the wall with like the uh, Opus Four Shiva, and, I'd like, still rather run the other ones. Right, and, and then, just stop at nine. And then, right, and then the second half of that is oh, I'm paying three for an Ice Summon. I'd much rather just have Glacia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because then that one, I can dull and freeze anyway, or I can dull and discard, or freeze and yep. discard. There's a lot more to it, so yep. maybe. And then the last one in the set is probably the most exciting one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, people are already doing stuff with it, uh, even though it's not yet. It's mm-hmm. a zoo. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the break zone. Yeah, it puts it in the break zone, activate all backups you control. Uh, discard from your hand, activate two backups you control. You only use this ability while it's in your hand, blah, blah. Yeah, apparently there's a, there's a Matiski already Matiski already found, found an infinite loop with it. Um, it's breakable. Like, it's infinite if you don't have an answer to certain things. Right. And you can, um, like, infinitely mill. It infinitely mills you. Yeah. yeah. It involves Urian J, Zemus, um, the Moogle backup. No, no. Mm-hmm. Any other two Moogle backups, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Hope. So it, it's a two, it requires some It's setup. a two-color infinite combo, though. Right. It, you only have to be playing one lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, all the forwards that you're using aren't bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Zerion J, Zemus, Hope see, isn't yeah, terrible. They play, so. um, and then if they don't have an answer that turn, they just lose. Yep. So, But yeah, all you got to do is break something other than Urian J and, and stops the loop. Exactly. So, But it's neat. It's neat that that's actually a thing already. So it's, I'm glad to see people like actually going to the lab and checking out these like these uh, these otherwise unassuming cards and doing pretty gross things yeah. with them. It, it'll definitely be something I'll probably mess with, too. Because mm-hmm. um, I had fun with the last one also, even though it wasn't like super competitive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this has been going on for a while because we have a shit ton of spoilers. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, the, the news this is the <laughs> the news does not stop. We're getting there, though. Um, so the next one's Orin. It's yeah. a 4CP, Fire Forward, 8K, mm-hmm. Job Guardian. Mm-hmm. The Category 10 Forward you control have Brave. Sure. Uh, tap, choose one blocking forward, it gains plus 1,000 power to a turn. God, could they have given this guy an S ability? Like, how? Like, I feel like this guy's like a cyan, but worse. Yeah. And cyan doesn't see much play. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, but maybe if, like, uh, that Kamari deck is good. Right, like, like, his his is job good. is what's making yeah. him... But his job is going to be what makes yeah. him playable. Yeah, I think the issue with Cyan ends up being, like, Fire wasn't the element a lot of people were playing with Final right. Fantasy VI, unless yep. you're playing, like, Fire Ice. And even but then, then you're wasn't. running, like, other value forwards, so Cyan right. kind of gets the yeah, he push was, to the side. Because believe me, I tried. He just wasn't good enough. Yeah. So, so maybe. Maybe maybe, maybe this sees play because it, they need it 
to like complete that ten fire water deck. Yeah, but man, he, there's no reason he couldn't have had like an S ability in there. Just something, something like because he had some really he had some really cool abilities in the game, and they, they I, I think uh, this would have been the chance to. I mean, I guess if you want to say something, he's the uh, probably the best Orin they printed. Well, I mean, look, listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever that means. Yeah, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Am I right? Yeah. So then the next ones they spoiled were the uh, the two face cards on the the starter deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the first one is the Emperor. He's a 2-CP backup, EX Burst. Mm-hmm. When he enters the field, choose one four opponent controls. If you've received four points or damage or more, Dolan frees it. Um, for one ice, tap, discard two cards. Choose one Dole four, break it. You can only use this ability during your turn. So that's the Emperor. I want to like this card. I think it does some good things. But I feel like other cards just do it better. Now, great. Now, if you're looking at him like in the terms of what's probably in the box, like in this self-contained box, it's probably pretty okay. But I think if you were to try to slap him into a constructed deck, outside of like a two-title deck, I don't think he's that great personally. Yeah, I think he's kind of average. Um, like I'm only gonna play him in a deck if uh, somehow I don't. If I want to play something after I've put my three jills in or something, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Or like, but I also like Enim, uh, Enima at that point too, or yeah. Enima. Now, he does dole in for you, so, but you have to be at four points of damage. Right, which, so. man, I hate all this, be at this X point of damage kind of thing, but it, it's a more complex card. You have to know when to use it. So, sure. Sure. Yeah. Separates the chaff from the weed, as we're <laughs> fond of saying here. Yeah. Uh, then the other uh, card is Furion. He's a 2CP Fire Forward EX Burst, 2,000 power. Mm-hmm. He's uh, a big boy. Yeah, huge. Huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, he is a warrior, though. Uh, I actually didn't notice that. Okay, okay. So. Uh, EX Burst. Uh, when he enters the field, choose one forward your opponent controls. Deal at 2,000 for each forward you control. Up to three forwards. <laughs> Dude, okay. Look, it goes back to them. Can can they give Can they give fire like a good piece of burn? I, I get the, the argument that if, you know, if they give red cards the right amount of burn, they just become overpowered. This guy's a 2K... On a, he's a 2CP 2K, so he's not going to live past much. If you're going to cap him at 3 forwards, please let it be 3K. Or if it's going to be 2K, let it be up to 4 forwards. Because both of them are just are, are, are just as difficult to get. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess their their logic was like it does about as much as like a Cloud of Darkness, but Cloud of Darkness costs 5 on an 8K right. body. But also... But, I think in the in the contents of the box, like you play that thing combo because I know Vivi's in the box, like legendary Vivi. Mm-hmm. That's a fine little one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you could also do like you could play him off the four drop uh, guy we just talked about. Yeah, so he's automatically just, coming in for four. Yeah, which I guess that's um, fine. That's true. That there's a true. lot of things you could do with him. I don't think he's terrible. You could also get him back with Phoenix, which is another four yeah. possible six K. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, but I do think they should have probably capped it at four. I think four would have been fine. Yeah. Well, like, let him deal 8K. Like, if, yeah. you, if you get that board, let him deal 8K. Well, it's actually kind of funny. The more we start thinking about other cards, he actually doesn't seem that bad. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, he's fine. Yeah, I'm prepared just, to eat a little, little bit of crow. A nice crow dinner on that one. The thing is, like, so I even when Zell came out, I was like, that card is fine. Mm-hmm. It's good. But, like... Why can't they have something good? Like, it's so- not... That's not going to make Fire all of a sudden start winning tournaments. Yeah. And if that's your goal... Like, I feel like that should be a goal, right? Like... There, there, someone joked about. I think it was Nick Chanel. Uh, there were more dark cards in the top thirty-one decks than fire cards. Yeah, that should tell you something. You know, like, and fire is a core element of the game. Yeah, 
Exactly. With like with like cards and like characters that people want to play in this game, but like they, it's almost like when it comes to fire cards, they really really yeah. hold back. Like, I, I, actually, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure the only deck in the top 31 that ran fire cards was Aaron, and he only had the phoenixes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I might be wrong, but I think that's true. No, you might be right. I because I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that had fire in it. Yeah. So like. They need something, and, like, it can't just be more of what they have. Like, Vivi is obviously a good card. Yeah. This is very similar to what Vivi does, just less, and it costs one CP less. Right. Um, but, like, Vivi's not killing everybody right now. I mean, it's a good card, but it's mm-hmm. not, like... Yeah, it's not It's not defining, it's yeah. not shaping anything. Sabin's a good card, but, like, where's that? Exactly. Godot's a good card. You don't see it. Yep. Like... Like, outside so. of, like, some of the fire summons, you don't... Like, red cards just don't see play, and, I, and that's... That sucks. That yeah. sucks. But so that, I, I, that's another ca- that's another yeah. topic for another time. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll end the tangent there. The only other things to say about the starter cards they showed um, that they showed two cards that we haven't seen before, but we don't know their text, and that's a new eight CP Golbez yep. and a new two CP Ystola. And there's also a, a Cecil Wind Cecil that does have EX burst. Oh, so we, yeah, it, yeah, it, you, it, you can see that. You can yeah. see Cecil. So we knew the card existed. We just didn't see the EX. Yes. Yeah. 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 There is a Wind Cecil with EX burst. That's all. Like that's really all you can see. Yeah, so, and I'll be buying that starter deck just oh, yeah, I for it. shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, next card, so this is the last lighter dark card from the set. So okay, yeah, this I, is it. Unless there's three in this set for Which, some reason. you know what, why not? The set's kind of jumped the shark already. Let's um, do it. So it's 2 CP Yuna. Mm-hmm. She has 6K. Uh, she has two abilities. The first one is zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a summon, you may play it uh, for the cost and cast it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only use this ability once per turn. For one... I think that's the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, remove three summons in the break zone from the game. Put her back in your hand. You can only use the ability if she's in the break zone. That card's good. I think I think it's better than people think at first glance. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've said, and Adam Duncan said it earlier today, and you did too, you know, you can now play YRP out of Mono Wind. Yep. Um, I think I like the fact that it kind of gives you a scry every turn mm-hmm. to potentially like... So it's a little bit worse than a scry. You have to reveal it. Okay. But your, that's, so your but, opponent sees it too. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, like, just to put that out sure, there. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But if it's, like, a summon that could, like, you know, really make or break things, or, like, a burst that could make or break things, like, it could be it could be a deterrent from your opponent attacking. Mm-hmm. You or can do you, it while your opponent's attacking, actually. That's what I'm saying. So. Like, it could, be, it could be really good. Like, there's a lot of neat stuff you can do there. Because it could also be, like, if it's not an EX burst, and it's, like, a summon that could, like, maybe save you from dying. And like, all right, well, cool. Well, because they attack. Oh, it's a, it's a, a Diablos. Cool, I'll cast that and then i'll block mm-hmm. like I, I think she's really and she's over curve too yep and you can bring her back yeah i think she's good i think she's real good yeah i like her a lot there's a lot of things you can do i won't go too far in depth because we've already spent like 50 minutes on these spoilers. oh lovely well there's a lot but, to cover uh, but yeah like uh I, I i like her a lot and i'm definitely gonna try to use her mm-hmm. and index where i can sure uh next up only got a couple more left uh it's flan it's earth monster 2 cp um, put Flan into the break zone. Choose a four. If your opponent doesn't pay three, uh, can't attack or block this turn. Discard Flan. Choose a blocking forward. It gains plus a thousand power until end of turn. You can only use the ability of Flan's in your hand. Well, card's real good. The yeah. fact that it's named Flan and it's searchable by Ice Flan, you've just made the deck that Hunter <laughs> played at Nats just got exponentially better. Yeah. It, you could it, literally the run The card like, doesn't matter. The text on this card is like almost irrelevant. Doesn't matter. The fact that his name is Flan and it's yellow, which yeah. means you can just, uh, you know what, I'm going to tap Flan. 
Flan is becoming better as just a CP engine mm-hmm. more than a discard engine. Yeah. So now you can just search that up, and now I've got Earth card to play that surprise Shantoto that was in my deck that you didn't see coming or you know whatever. Like I think, I think that card's real good. Yeah. And I mean, just given some like remember how good like um, power ups were in versus. Oh yeah. Um, so, That's literally what that is. Just yeah, boom. I mean that could be decent. Yeah. It's free. You could be like tapped out, have one card in your hand, yep. and Boop. they don't know. Like, I mean, now there's something that people have to play around, like a thousand power, yeah. and that can make a difference. Sure can, sure so. can. And then the last card is uh, Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super aware of like these characters. I just thought it was funny because yeah. at first I thought it was Edward. Yeah, <laughs> but then people started posting the memes, and he had oh, like, the, glasses the glasses and the, and the nose. nose. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's a five CP forward, mm-hmm. AK, a job bard. Um, when job bard forwards, you control attack. Uh, your opponent discards a card from their hand. Yo, so Hosh and the bards, baby. Yeah. What's a, what was the name of Frank's doo-wop group on Always Sunny? <laughs> oh God, I don't remember. Like that, that's all I can think of. The, 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 the killer bees, the honey bees, whatever they Something were called. Something like that. That's all I can think. of. I know of. exactly what you're talking about. I can see them like in my head, but I don't yeah. remember their name. But like that, that's all. They all Hoshmail, had like leather jackets on. Yes, Hoshmail makes these guys a makes all your forwards a doo-wop group. It's great, and you just yeah. make make your opponent pitch their hand. Yeah, and the first person I saw that said that was uh, James Lockwood. Actually, yeah, I was like he he linked it in our status too. He just put a picture of the card up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was love like, it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. The card seems real cute. Don't really know what it's going to do yeah. beyond that. I think that's the best thing that you can do with the card that I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't think it's gonna see much play. Yeah, no, it's just a, it's an average ice card. But yeah. you know, if you get you can get the Hoshmail train going, start start <laughs> singing, you know, snapping your fingers and hitting the harmony. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, so then the last piece of news after the spoilers is uh, mm-hmm. they showed the Opus Eight starter decks. Yeah, yeah. So now we know we're gonna get uh, Earth, Wind, Final Fantasy Seven, mm-hmm. and Fire Lightning, Fire Final Lightning Fantasy Scions. 15. Yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen. We don't know if it's Scions. We just know it's Firelight. Right. Well, the, the cover card does say Scion. Yeah, so that's seventh that's Lise, okay. um, and she's like kind of a Scion. Mm-hmm. She usually like in the newest expansion, which is where they show her. Yeah. Um, she teams up with a lot of people that aren't Scions a lot of the okay. time. So you might see cards in there that aren't Scions. Mm-hmm. But we um, know for a fact she is a Scion. Like I'd probably expect a Lightning Hien. Sure. And he's probably going to be a Samurai. Cool. That'd be cool. He probably won't be okay. a Scion. Um, and you might get like some other. You might get a few scions, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't expect too much. I would expect a lot of stormblood cards mm-hmm. in this, um, which isn't there. Were there weren't too many scions that were introduced mm-hmm. in stormblood, so. And some, I, I know someone said they've seen the Tifa text, but I don't know how real yeah. that is. And I don't, I don't know if that's like the chapters version or what. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like playing Final Fantasy VII, I'm glad that maybe we're gonna get a, a Sid Highwind. Oh man. That, does something good. Yeah, please. Please, God. <laughs> um, that maybe I can play in a title deck or something. Yeah. Um, and maybe, and we'll probably get like a new Yuffie too, I would imagine. Um, maybe a good Barrett, like a, a better, like people are kind of playing Barrett, but like I want like a good one. And also, hey, we're, what's the, I know we've seen the Scion on the starter deck. What's the job on that Tifa in the starter Martial <laughs> artist. Excellent. Moving on. That's all the news we've got for today, everybody. We're going to. So now we're, we can actually like get to the real part of the podcast. Yeah, only an hour in. Right, we're an hour in, boys. <laughs> touch and go here at RVA Returners. Touch and go. But that just shows, you know, we, we had a real busy last couple weeks. I yeah. mean, we had... That's what happens when you take a break. Yeah, you, you, get, you get behind for sure. But what a... I couldn't have... I couldn't have had a better... I couldn't have had a better, like, downtime, per se. 
we we didn't really have any content. But where were we at, Adam? We were in Los Angeles. We were there for uh, you know U.S. Na- or North American Nationals. Yeah. Um, what a wonderful, wonderful weekend hanging out with everybody. It's I feel like every time we go to these events, it's like it's half car tournament, half just party with like friends that we I mean, don't we don't get to see on the, the best regular. part. Honestly, it, it is man. It most certainly we get to is, like, all play something that we like playing and then hang out afterward. Exactly, man. And it was a good weekend. Like I had a fantastic weekend. Uh, as everybody knows who followed the story, you know my story. I went to the LCQ, and if you listen to the Turks podcast, you you've heard a lot of this before. Uh, but I did go to LA to play in the LCQ. I actually had a really good day of cards. I went. Uh, I, I chose Scions. I landed on you know just a pretty stock Scion list, uh, more heavy on the burst. Ended up going X and one in Swiss. My only loss was actually my stream match against Matt Rice. So you know, shout outs to him for playing an awesome deck and just you know really taking me to the cleaners. Uh, made top eight. I was third seed going into top eight. Uh, lost my match against another great human being, which, you know, again, I give this guy, kid all the praise in the world. Uh, Taylor Stanky, really, really good kid, man. Really awesome guy. Really awesome, you know, mm-hmm. shooting the shit with him. And it was it was crazy. Like, after the match, uh, right before the match started, he was like, oh, you're Chris Adams. Uh, you were, like, one of the only out-of-towners I was warned about in this tournament. And I was like, well, shit. Okay, so you, you're you're prepped. You, you, you've done, you, you, I've been downloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, the deck he was playing is really, really fun. And I've actually... Um, talked to him since and we're playing like, me and him both are like on an updated version of it and I can't wait to test it out at locals this week um, you know it sucked that I lost in top 8 when top 4 made it in um, again you know we've talked about this already but I'm not upset with the way I played again here we are like Mr. Consistency is what I can call myself like I know I go into a tournament I'm a shoe in for the top cut might not win yeah but I know I'll get to the top cut, and then you know didn't get to play Saturday. I don't know. You, I don't know how much Office you've watched, but there's a there's an episode uh-huh. where Dwight's like talking to the camera or whatever. Uh-huh. He's like he's like I had a dream last night where where second was the best position and oh silver medals were like gold medals. God, I'd kill, I would kill for that. I would kill no, for that. It's nothing to sneeze at though. It's really hard to even get to that point. Yeah, um, there was. I mean, it was a uh, maxed out event. I want to say there was sixty some. 64. Yeah, I think. making you know top eight and a 64. You know, going X and one. And you, the thing is though, it was brutal. Like there wasn't. It wasn't like other crystal cups. It was a top. It was a top straight eight top cut eight. And you played cup. on the same day. Yeah, and like yeah. like we were doing the math, like because you know, but the, okay. So not only was it rough that I lost in top eight, like me, uh, Justin Jacoby, and um, Matt Rice. Like yeah. we're all like I, you know, I the, saw that as I was flying. Dude, we're the boys. Like we're we we're all like okay, cool. And, and none of you got paired against each none other. None of us got paired. So yeah. the thing, like, so we were when we were doing the math, like it should have only worked out for one, like one x two to make it in, mm-hmm. and that was assuming Matt Rice would would have would have, would have not lost like his other, like because he went x and two, and if he would have not lost, like, him losing really yeah. kind of skewed the tiebreakers. Apparently, yeah, double losses matter a lot too when you're talking yeah. about math like that. So. The way it worked out was like Matt. Right, we were worried Matt Rice was going to bubble on ninth, which would have just been been so heartbreaking. Um, And you know, unfortunately, Greg Cole. You know, man, we were got like top sixteen. Yeah, he got top sixteen. Which, man, again, if it was a top sixteen cut, the dream would have stayed alive. But you know. So we're going into top eight, and I when I go X one, I finish my last one. You can actually hear me on stream in the last round saying, "Judge, I got it. I got it. Yeah, Yeah, seven one, baby. Let's go." You know, like. I, I was just really excited because I, I knew I was in. At that point, I knew I was in. And when, you know, the type that they started going down the math, like, you know, Justin was like, okay, he, Justin was like, I should be in at eighth. And I was like, I know I'm in. Like, I, I don't know what, I'm either, I'm either three, four, or five. Like, I'm in there. Yep. So they announced top eight. I'm the third seed. Uh, Justin is 
uh, Matt Rice is the seven seed and Justin Jacoby's the eight seed. So we're like, holy shit. Not only are we all in top eight, we don't have to play each other. Like, we can all just win our matches and, and we all get to play at Nats tomorrow. Like, the dream. The cavalry can make it in. But the best description I have of this, and, you know, everybody listening, follow me here. You ever seen the movie Glory? Mm-hmm. With Denzel, Remember? right? Yeah, with Denzel and uh, Matthew Broderick and Carrie Elwes. Remember when they're they're storming the fort on the beach and like they they're, they're severely outgunned. They're, they're they have the high, they don't have the high ground. Like they 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 it, it is an uphill battle to get in this fort. And you think they're going to do it? They work their way in, but they get inside the fort. They are, what are they met with? Just a barrage of cannon fire. The movie ends with pretty much them just getting just blasted by cannons and all pretty much dying. That was our top eight. We all, you know, we fought the uphill battle. We made it in. We powered through. Like, cause it, the LCQ, like there were no, there weren't bad players here. Like, this, this was it was a Crystal Cup. There were people that really wanted to play, that wanted to play Saturday. So like, all of my matches were were good matches. You know, I finally got to play against Vince and his teammate Michael. So I got to play against some like known players and actually had you know people who are good at the game. So yeah. it was this was not a walk in the park for anybody. Like, I, but I was all business. I came in to to slam, but we got the top eight. And then we all got paired with like our worst possible matchup, and we all just like, um, I got two owed. I think Matt Rice got two owed, and uh, I know Justin went to game three because um, his 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 quarterfinal match was actually on stream. But yeah. we all, the journey ended there, and it was it was a tough pill to swallow. But like, I wasn't upset because once again I was like, man, like I, here I am again playing super super consistent, and I know. Uh, you know, the Choker Bros podcast the other day, you know, shout outs to Sam for the super kind words. And he was saying that, like, if there was a point system, oh, you I probably would have yeah, qualified. Rice, Rice would have been in two. Yeah, Greg would have 100% oh, absolutely, dude. Um, like, I think even Justin Jacoby went to enough events. He probably oh, absolutely. We, we all would have been qualified multiple times over. Yeah. So, like, I'm not upset. I still had a great season. But also that meant I got to hang out and drink $3 margaritas the rest <laughs> of the weekend. And boy, howdy, did I do it. Um, but... You know, we'll talk about like all the extracurricular stuff. You want to talk about your, you know, I mean, tournament? I'll talk about it briefly. We talked about it on we did uh, Dirk's podcast too. I played Earthwind. I thought the deck was really strong. Yeah, I still feel it's really strong mm-hmm. that I played. Um, I didn't want to play Turbo. It's just not my style of deck. I, I understand that it's really good mm-hmm. and that it gives people a really good chance to win. And it, it basically makes a lot of your matchups a coin flip. Like yeah. nothing's worse than a coin flip, at least. Mm-hmm. It shits on some stuff, and nothing's worse than a 50-50. Oh, it feels and, and, and that's really good in a card game, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I settled on Earthwind. That was what I tested a lot of the last like month going into the tournament. Mm-hmm. I was pretty settled that this is what I was playing. I just didn't know all 50 cards. Sure. I had a few, few pretty cool tech choices. Um, I was really high on forward Maria. Yeah. She did a lot of work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Aerith was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that w- that was actually Sam's idea um, mm-hmm. to put in the deck, and that ended up being really good. Mm-hmm. Um, just having like Aerith and Mog twelve or Mog eleven up at the same time is pretty dumb if you have yeah. a log in your hand. Yeah. Um, other than that, it was a pretty standard list. Um, I do wish that I kept one heroic Cecil in though. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I hit the Legend Cecil on damage, it was always like one point one early. damage short or two damage oh, okay. short, or worst. it was the first point of damage. Like against Turbo, it was the first point of damage, and yeah. and it was like and there was, was no snow. It was a Thaumaturge. Thaumaturgy. Oh. Yeah, and um, and then one time against Cloud of Darkness, it was the fourth play damage. Oh, no, that's unfortunate. Like, yeah, so I was like, that sucks. Um, But, like, that's not to say that when I played him, he wasn't good when I played him. I got dumpstered by Scions, like, all day. 
I was one in three against them in eight oh, rounds man. of Swiss. I played them four times. And you also had to play against like really. Like... I played against uh, Alistair, Canadian science yep. player, first round. Mm-hmm. That was really close, but I ended up winning. He got Alistair too late. Oh, that sucks. Uh, then I played against Arvin, uh, EX Burst Scions. Uh, I mean, I, I knew it was Scion EX Burst because I'd heard other people talking about it, and mm-hmm. it's Arvin, so I expect the EX Burst because that's just, that's what he likes to play. Mm-hmm. Um, Alistair like turn one or turn two. I think he got her at the discount actually. Oh wow. Uh, then just kind of went to town. By the time I like recovered and thought I had song the board, I hit up a stadio and that was their rap. Oh no. Um, then after that, I played against another Scion player. I don't remember the name to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, like turn one, Alex say go to town. Yep. And then last round, I played against Azul, <laughs> the very last round of the tournament. Uh, and then he, I think he had turn two, Alex say as Man. well. Uh, but that match was also like it wasn't a blowout. It was pretty close. Mm-hmm. I went back and forth like trading stuff around. Um, other than that, I mean, I played against a fair amount of Vice Kings. I played against Turbo once, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like I probably could have won that, but I, I definitely made a misplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I had a lot of fun. I played against a lot of good people. I could have played better, but mm-hmm. well, and you got a sweet play, Matt. You got you know, yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it, I didn't make it to day two, but it, it was fun regardless. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going back next year. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. And you know, while while the card. The, the actual tournaments themselves were fun. I just enjoy, you know, and then side events on Sunday. I, I finished second in the title event I played in. Sky yeah. Pirates all the way, baby. Yeah, I, I got I got third in the title of it that I played. I lost to Sky Pirates. Yeah. And if I would have won, I would have played Joe. Yes, yeah, uh, so it was on Scions. I actually, it's funny. I don't mind I, playing against 14, as, unless they get, like, out early. Yeah. Uh, Sky Pirates, I, it, like, I, it's hard for me to deal with Fran unless I have a summon. Exactly. To deal with her. The title's, title's a lot of fun. Again, I... Shameless plug. If you're if you're not playing yeah. it, you need to be playing it. It's such a fun format. They also had standard side events, which is really cool. That's mm-hmm. the first time I've seen them do that. They, yeah. they should do that more often. Just fire like little pods of standard tournaments. Yeah, and th- and I actually I like the way they did the pods. I just I just don't think they had enough staff to. Yeah. I ended up waiting too to play like the second pod of title. I had yeah. to wait for a while for two people. Yeah. To play, and I think the only reason they fired is because two uh, one of the people from the first pod it lost in them because it was single. Yeah. The pods. Oh, were I, think single it was, I think it was. It was uh, Curtis. I think it was Curtis. Yeah. yeah. I think he lost to end up losing the jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, in the first round, the first pod, he lost to me. Yeah. And then he jumped in the next one. Yeah, and then um, Wolves Den was fun. Like mm-hmm. as always, I was one of the last people on Wolves Den, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't. Got, I didn't even got get a chance city to play. Of promos for that because the title tournaments were each two out of three. So yeah. like my, I pretty much stayed in that one title event pretty yeah. much the whole day. But yeah. and then uh, what else? Oh, I mean, I guess they had like the little break, and we did trivia. So I got some foils from that. That was pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, the break wasn't that great, yeah, but like li- at least little, they tried to... a little break. You say? I mean, it was like three hours, but at least they got at least they like did something, you know? Yeah, so it, like it, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree because I know I sat outside pretty much, pretty much hung out with Matt Rice that yeah. whole. I mean, I came outside day. and played for a little while too in the break. I mm-hmm. mean, Andy Carmona played for a little while. Um, yeah, and then I, I got one of the trivia questions right. I was the only person to raise my hand in mm-hmm. that question. I'm surprised no one else knew it. Nice, because I thought it was a pretty easy one. <laughs> um, but people didn't know. There were some other ones I didn't know. Like, there was one Final Fantasy IX one. Like, everybody raised their head for it. I'm like, I have no idea the answer. Mm-hmm. It was like, what kind of greens do you feed to a chocobo? Or It was some, something. And I was like, yeah, It wasn't Gashel greens? No. Oh, really? It, it was something. Then I don't know. Uh, then I don't know the answer. Um, and then John Schreiner got the Final Fantasy VI one. He had his, <laughs> that man had his hand up before they finished the question. It was like Jeopardy, and Alex Trebek said the first word, and John already <laughs> had the hand up. Dude, speaking of John Schreiner, man, hanging out with him and Dan... Most of the weekend, like just be chilling in their room playing Street Fighter and just like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, game. I, I love playing. Street. I played. Me and Andy probably played Street Fighter for like an hour. Well, you did, and so that was a fun night. That was when um, 
So we, we, we got to hang out with also a, a new a new friend of the podcast, uh, my man Levi from Colorado. Um, you know, because he approached me the day of Nats because he he qualified for Nats. His story, he had to like fly out to Texas to qualify because there was like no scene in his area, at least not yeah. enough to. So, you know, he was hanging out with us. Uh, just you know, we shot the shit throughout the day, and then we ran into him at the pizza place that we went to yep. that night for for dinner and beer. And I was like, dude, come back with us, hang out with us. And he was the MVP of the night. He, he was like, I know where the liquor store is at. <laughs> Took us around, like, the block and found us there. And we, of course, you know, it, it has the whole true. Andy and I have, you know, have to have our, our, our wine social every time we meet <laughs> up. But this time we went three bottles deep. That was a lot. And also that night, Cody, because, you know, Cody made day two. He went seven and one, uh, had to go, went to day two. And he had to play against Chris Lopez in the, uh, in the top match. And, well, he came to me. He's like, Chris, I know you know Turbo. Let's practice this match. Well, we're, <laughs> that was, it, it, I would have loved to have had a camera in there. Cause it I should was, have recorded some of it. I probably could have. Dude. Um, cause Literally, I, <laughs> I think what I, after like me and Andy, like Andy had left. Mm-hmm. I'm just like watching it. Like we're, me and Dan were playing title. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, you're like, you have no answer for this. I, I thought you were about to just like shove Renault like down his mouth. Well, dude, well, <laughs> we, we learned real quick that like... I, I loved I loved Cody's deck and like he built that deck that the morning of Nats like like nine fifteen so like the fact that he went X and one with a deck he built like on the fly, mm-hmm. great job. Yeah. He had no answer for Renault like straight yeah. up. And, he, and, he wasn't playing enough. He stole I think was the right big one. Right, I think he had like one or two. Yeah. But like the, and and Lopez's list had three Renaults in it. Like if you get through one, you're not getting through the second one. And if somehow somehow you power through the second one, you Chris Jericho your way through the Rock and Stone Cold. You're not like you're not beating that third one, and there were just times where like I would like I, I would look at the board state, and this is keep in mind this is drunk Chris Adams. So like there's and he I, he won probably fifty percent of the matches, which is normal for against Turbo. Like it's a coin flip. Like I was like if 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 that's what you can do against drunk Chris, you're probably not going to beat drunk Lopez. But he went well, to well, Lopez was sober, right? And he won't be able to beat <laughs> sober Lopez, right? Exactly. See yeah. what I'm saying? But like, but Cody went two one. Like it was, he, yeah, it was the, the match was good. But, like, just straight up as we were playing, like, I would just jam Renault and just, like, extend the hand, like, flop myself across the table and extend the hand for the shake. We call that the Star Wars kid flop. We taught him about the Star Wars kid flop, and he'll never forget it. Nobody will forget it. No one else knows what that is, though, except us. And that's the, the, the famous <laughs> squirt, squirt, squidouche. Yeah. It, it was a good night. Like, that was a lot of fun. Um, just, just, again, just hanging out, doing all this extracurricular stuff. A uh, uh, huge shout out to uh, uh, Irvin, Irvin Diaz, dude. I love Bunny Stasis. As yeah, soon as that game, came, I didn't get to play it, but it looked like a ton of fun. It's I watched uh, I watched the game of it. Like I watched it, it was Hunter, Hunter was playing it. Mm-hmm. And I watched him like go around. Um, I don't know all the rules, but like I, I kind of like started think, picking things up. It's kind of Uno ish. Yeah, that's what. See, like you could skip people. Yeah, you could like damage other people by like yeah. stressing them out. Um, and then you could feed people to like heal them. Yeah, it, there's a yeah. lot. Of, it's like Uno with like more politics, and it's yeah. just. It's a lot of fun, and as soon as it becomes, I know the Kickstarter. Oh, I already, I already so. like the Facebook page. So as soon as the Kickstarter comes in, yeah. I'm so highly it. recommend if you are in this community and you like good people and you like good games, man. I, it's so, and the fact that you know, the more people you play with, the more fun it is because it gets like game one's usually pretty civil. Game two, it's like fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. It, 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 you have one of those, yeah. like one of those moments, and you know. It, 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 it's so much fun, and that was that was a great way to spend some downtime. Um, I loved hanging out with Colin, Kevin, Nick, yeah. Zach. You know, like you know, as soon as you know, me and Stephen flew got there the day before, and you know, went to <laughs> flew halfway across, flew all the way across the country to eat at Denny's. 
Nice. But that's where uh, Zach and all of them were at. So we just hung out with them for most of the day until, you know, you know, a lot of the other guys got there. And, you know, big shout-outs to Okimoto, Brian Berkeley, uh, uh, Kyle McGinty, and um, um, you have to edit this part out. I cannot remember Okimoto's wife's name. And Angelica. Uh, yeah, so, so we'll back that up. So also big shout-outs to uh, Matt Okimoto, Angelica Okimoto, Brian Berkeley, and Kyle McGinty letting, us, letting me crash in their room the first night. Uh, a lot of fun. Love those guys, man. You know, it's the first time I'd actually ever met Kyle. Real, real chill guy. Um, shame he had to peace out. Like, yeah, I hope I, everything's okay. Yeah, it, it seemed like it is, but again, I don't know well enough. And hey, if you got to go, you got to go, man. Yep. No shame. Yeah, and then I guess well, speaking of that, we'll segue like uh, just to congratulate the people that did qualify. Yeah, the yeah, we should probably we should probably mention who the the, yeah. the North American team is, right? Yeah, so the North American champion was Chris Lopez. Chris Lopez um, won. Turbo. Yep. Um, Second uh, obviously, I like refined the build and practice a lot. Yeah, really good player. Never played a Final Fantasy game in his life, though. Oh, that hurts. That but hurts. no, I mean, it doesn't matter because like he's a really good card player. Um, mm-hmm. That's all we care about. Like, you know, oh, yeah. if this game makes you want to play the games, that's even. Oh, better. absolutely, absolutely. So. You know, and, you know, real, real good, just real good player. The deck, that version of Turbo is fantastic. And then uh, Nathan Perez was second. Yep, Wind the, Ice. Well, right? Yeah, for for the second year in a row, the only the only person that qualified for Worlds tiers in a row. Yep, for, so. from America. Yeah, that which is. Now that again, we're talking about the model of consistency. It's that guy right yeah. there. So big shout out to Nathan Perez. Yeah. Then three and four was David Cox, Chris Neal. Yep, uh, and Chris Neal. You know, big big shout out to him. Uh, remember the Cinderella story I was talking about? Yeah. He was the one. He played in the LCQ, made top four there. You know, he was on Turbo, powered his way through, and now he not only top four there at the LCQ, he top four here and is going is on the world's team. So and then I yeah, I believe real strong David, player apparently yep, for sure. And then I believe David Cox on Earthwind. Uh, I believe so. Yes, um, I another strong player. I mean, it's a pretty familiar name. Absolutely, um, I've followed him pretty pretty good amount. Like I, I'm a huge fan of his Carbuncle deck. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, that's that. that, that yep. he, he made that. Yep, um, that's like 100 percent him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just copied it. <laughs> so, but I, I like the deck. He always has really good ideas and like mm-hmm. really interesting views on certain cards. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, then you had fourth through eighth. You got um, Hunter. Yep, on Ice Earth, mm-hmm. barely Earth. Yep, but it was still a good day. Like I literally the first two rounds, I watched Hunter play. I was like, "Oh, he's on Tempo Ice." I called it. And then it's like <laughs> Shantota, What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Ranch Man himself. Big shout outs to Hunter getting that far, man. You know, you you were my dark horse pick to win it all. You you, did, you didn't let me down like at all. Yeah, at then, all. Great then you job. Yeah, Okimoto also on Ice Earth with his of seventeen one hoofs. Yeah, also <laughs> a, a you know a big shoe in to win yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, great dude, great player. Absolutely. Um, then Jordan Dank. Again, we're talking another Pro- household name. Probably the coolest deck in, in top eight. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I agree. The wind water deck was super sweet. The mm-hmm. Sid, like it has Sid two engine, mm-hmm. and then you got like a lot of other things that you really like in, in uh, wind water. Pretty cool deck. And then uh, right. Jeremy Tonyes. Yep, JT, um, who I lost to in Swiss. So I'm glad at least one person I lost to made it there. Uh, really sweet mono or lightning list. Yeah, um, more like a, like Freya. Had, he runs like dragoons he had, and stuff. He in had there, Freya, right? three Freyas, three Astinians, two King of Bermesia. That's good. Um, and then he was really doing interesting stuff with like Freya. He'd threaten you with Magus backup because mm-hmm. she has first strike and haste. And now mm-hmm. you got now you got to be a 10k blocker uh-huh. uh, or have an invo out or something like sure, that. Sure, sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah, and then you got the usual suspects. You got Alcide. You got Adia. You mm-hmm. got all that stuff. Yeah, really, uh, really fresh take on mono lightning, which I yeah. like, man. Like th- this is a real strong eight, like yeah. it, it, and I think I think these are the guys. Like, and there's also a lot of, you know, and, and this is just me from you know I know Hunter's magic background. Like he, he's a smart player, and I think you have guys like you know Jordan and Okimoto, like with their you know 
from what you know, because I didn't know the name Chris Neal. Steven said like he like back in like Opus Three, like he was a really strong aggro player. I, I mean, I think you have a good balance of like everything. In this you do, team. and you've got some great deck building. And, like, David great Cox models. is an insane deck builder, dude. That's that, exactly um, like, everybody on this list brings something yeah. to the table. O- Okimoto, I think, is aware of like every card in the game because he plays like twenty one ofs in all his decks. Exactly. Uh, Hunter's just a great mind. Just, just a. Uh, Chris Lopez, obviously a great mind. Mm-hmm. Um, none of these dudes strike me as the type that are afraid to pick a deck if they think it's the best. Like they don't. There's no stigmas. Yeah, yeah. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Like so, if, if like if they have to bring three decks, I'm and Turbo's still the best. I'm sure they're going to bring Turbo. I mean, oh, absolutely. I think that's a good thing to have. Absolutely. Um, you know, Jordan probably the best player in North America right now. I would. I would. Results I would say don't yes. lie. I would say yeah. Um, because he I mean, also was undefeated in Swiss. Yeah, I mean the results cool. don't lie, right? I'm not, yeah. I'm not like dissing anyone else. Like the man won two Crystal Cups and top eighted at Nats. Like, yep, and also went undefeated again, went undefeated day one of yeah. Nats. So like, there's just again, we're, we're talking about like all of these guys. We're talking yeah. about the model of consistency. Yeah, and then you got you got Nathan, who's a double Worlds qualifier. You got Jeremy, who who made top four or top eight at Gen yeah, yeah, kind of a dark horse man. I mean, like, like he's strong, man. Yeah, don't, like don't sleep on that guy. Mm-hmm. Strong player. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I mean you already said Chris Neal. So yeah, apparently, apparently from what because Stephen knew who he was. Like I, 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 you know this, you know maybe I'm because I guess when he was a when like his name was more so out there, I wasn't playing the game yet. But he was like, but he Stephen was saying on the drive home that Chris Neal was like the fire ice guy, like that the early like Shelk fire ice aggro from like okay. Opus Three, like that was his deck. He would cool. just slam people with that. So so yeah, I mean it's a strong team. I'm gonna be following yeah. Worlds. I, oh, I'm I will be too, man. For the boys all the way. That's right, uh, all the way, man. I, mm-hmm. I, th- I think. I think they this 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 group here can make the argument of you know like you know North America could win the whole thing. Like yeah. I think these guys are. We strong just gotta see to what the so. format is. No one knows. So right. So you know again, shout outs to all of them. Great job. Well, you know you'll have you know you'll get you'll get the North American spirit bomb behind you, and you know hopefully you know I know you guys. There's no hopefully. I know you guys will do well. Uh, if they, if the rest of the world doesn't understand what ranching means, they will. Don't worry. <laughs> That's probably true. Don't worry. Um, and then we forgot about the one side event, uh, the keychain side event. Oh man. <laughs> People spent so much Dude, money the, on the, that. The, the, that's the, be, the best gotcha game of the weekend, man. Yeah, RB deserves a raise. <laughs> Dude, like, that man. That it was I, so like, from, smart. From what I hear, that was his idea, and they were like trying, trying to say, "Oh, they yeah. might not sell it," and then he convinced them to bring it. Yeah, probably the one of the best ideas. Dude, um, you, you bring so randomness weird. into a thing, into a group of card game players. Well, not only that, uh, and like characters that they all like. Yeah, like I was, our, yeah, you got people trading. We created like our own stock market. I don't know if you noticed that, but like, yeah. I tried to trade for Cloud, and no one would let go of Cloud for like two. You had to trade two. Yeah. to get Cloud. Yeah. Um. So it just became like a whole mm-hmm. thing. Um. I know I gave my one my squall to. Uh, I gave it to Colin Rupert. Yep. And then I gave you my Noctis because yep. he said you wanted it, and then I kept the Sephiroth. And then Spencer was nice enough to get me by Vincent. And those are my two favorite ones. Yep. Because I know I gave Hunter my... I, I pulled a Squall. I gave that to Hunter. I traded a VV for a Vaughn. I traded a Furion for a Pinello. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my Noctis from you. Well, actually, which it you was got Jonathan. Kurt, uh, Jonathan. Jonathan okay. gave me the uh, yeah, and then I told him it was going to be for you, and he was like, "Yeah, just tell him it's for me." So he actually, Jonathan gave you the. Oh Noctis. man, what a stud! What yeah. a stud! Um. And I think there's I have a Kuja somewhere. I can't find it. There was only one that was there that I really wanted, and I'm kind of disappointed in mm-hmm. it. And that's Edgar. Dude, dude, I, there's there's an Edgar. There's a Ball Fear. I didn't re- like. I didn't realize. He, like, if there, if I'd known there was a, ball, I would have been just like, I'd have been reaching in there all weekend, man. There was a bunch. I only saw like one or two. Yeah. 
I know uh, there was Edgar. There was a. Uh, there was y- Yuffie had one. Yuffie had I, one. I didn't see many of those. Ramza had one. I didn't see many uh, of that. Yeah, I know Curtis got a Ramza. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Lightning. Uh, there's a there was a Yistola in there. Yeah. Um, there was a, a a Garnet. Pretty much any character. There was a Setzer in there, dude. Yeah. I wanted the Setzer so bad. Yeah. See, like, look how excited we are just talking about this shit. Yeah. It. Okay. Arby, if you're listening, please have the keychains at every. Like have that keychain bag at every single sanctioned event moving forward. It's the greatest idea ever, and it's the easiest twenty bucks that Square can make. Yeah. Like it, it, it's so insane. Like I want them all. Like I, I have them like set up in my little trinket corner on my desk. I want all of them in that corner. Yeah, I, I put I put Sephiroth and Vincent on my keys. And I could easily just go on the Square store and buy them. But where's the fun in that? Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, I think, and and then the last thing I want to talk about as far as NAS goes is the the last dinner that we went to. Oh, the the forty deep we Korean rolled forty barbecue? deep to Korean barbecue. We took like the group photo. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun. A lot of good. Uh, the food was good. The people were good. Um, and that was kind of like our last hurrah before like we had to like go to sleep and then yeah get on the plane. Yeah, and the it, again, man, like there was just so many people like to shout out like you know Rice, Justin, Jordan, Jonathan. Um, you know, Sam, Zach, shit, man, um, it's John, like everybody. Dan, Andy, Jonathan, like, <laughs> Alejandro, Alejandro, <laughs> later geek, that's the best. Part. I think if you two are in the same room for like a good period of time, the world might explode. Oh, dude, well, <laughs> you hear that? It, it's a date. Because <laughs> we went to steak dinner, like the first night we were there, and Alejandro uh-huh. had us rolling, man. Dude, man, man, oh man, like, that, that, that's the thing, like. That's hang, like not being able to hang out with them and like the Canadian guys. Like those were like two of my biggest. Like I didn't really get a chance to see them I, because like we yeah. kept getting. I talked to Jonathan a lot in between rounds. Like we we would always somehow find each other in between every yeah. round and just kind of like talk through like what like what was happening like and still how much fun we were having. Even yeah. though I think he he did a couple of wins better than I did, but like neither one of us were really super confident about how we were doing. But yeah, well, and also big shout meeting the West Coast returner guys. Yeah, that was um, awesome too. Can take snap pick yeah. some pictures with them and you know. I love giving hugs, man, and they they love they love getting them. So it was just a good thing. And then meeting you know Vince and Michael and the and the the uh, them Treehouse boys or Boys Treehouse, mm. you know, you know getting to meet you know Azul, Arvin, all those guys. Like it was just really neat finally getting to like hang out with a lot of these guys. And there still wasn't enough time in the weekend to hang out with everybody. Yeah, I think I think Greg Cole said it the best. It was like. It's sad that like we, we need more events so that we can see everyone yes. in the same place. Yes, like and I I, yeah. I got to see Greg like maybe twice the whole weekend. Yeah, I, I talked just... to Greg for a little while and then he yeah. like was like, Yeah, we're gonna all go to Korean barbecue, so we all went. Yeah, we wouldn't miss Greg that was at anything. a different table than we were, so um yeah, I mean I talked to Greg for like a, a hot minute. Not not super long, but definitely wasn't long enough. I think the trick is next event, like you know, I, you know, it was really cool getting like to hang out with John and Dan. Like you know, chilling. I, that was probably the. I probably I probably hung out with them more this past yeah, weekend than I have. Like than I have than since than I since I've known them. I think that might be the play. Is like pick like pick some people. And be like all right, look, we're we're gonna be attached at the hip this week, and we're 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 gonna hang out. You know, yeah. it was hard hanging out there. I mean, and there were some people we obviously missed. And it is. And next time, next time, Irvin, Jordan, we will be playing some verses. I'm hundred percent playing verses. I don't care if I have to put proxy six decks. Oh yeah, we're doing it. We are one hundred percent doing it. And then it. I saw RB play too. Like, yeah, I was dude. like, what the heck? Dude, yeah, we're just, uh, that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> Hotel room versus side events, winner take all, baby. And we're just gonna just gonna just drink some drink some Crudweisers and some Crud lights and just hang out, man. Like, this was just such a great weekend. And you know, we could just sit here and tell stories and tell these inside jokes all day long. But like, it's one of those things that if you play this game 
and you don't really, you know, I know not everybody can travel, right? Like, not everybody can do that, but, like, I recommend going to one. That's what I said, too. I, th- I told Ron one. and Colin that on Tuesday. Yeah, I was you like, gotta go. And they're, they're, like, they're already, like, all in, I think. I was like, just make it to the closest one you can. Yeah. I was like, you will not regret it. I and and you. You, if we're driving, you can ride I with th- us. I told him that, yeah, too. Like you, <laughs> I told yeah, him that, We too. would love to have you all in the car, man. Like, just hanging out with everybody. And, like, there's people that, that want to, like, meet those guys, too. Because, like, like, people know their names from, like, our podcast in our area. Like, they're good players. I think Rod and Colin could go to a Crystal Cup and easily make top cut. Like, yeah. I 100% with, like, beyond the shadow of a doubt think they're good enough to do that. Yeah. And, like, just go. And this is for anybody out there. Just go. Regardless of what your skill level is at the game, it's not about being the best at this game. It's just about, like, do you like having fun? Yes. Yes. Then come to these events. And it's not like anybody, like, anybody and everybody will talk to you. Like, if, if you don't know, if you're, if you, you know, if you're, or maybe you're kind of introverted or shy and you don't like talking to people, man, approach me. I will, ha- I will treat you like you're my best friend, man. Like, and we'll, you know, we'll shoot the shit and hang out, man. And like I said, it just... Too many people to shout out again. Big shout out to Levi, man. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us, dude. Uh, you know, showing us the liquor store and uh, <laughs> just just really putting up with our antics, man. You're a great egg, man. You know, keep it up. Just keep being you, and hopefully, we'll see you around at other events. And Cody, next time you build a deck, have an answer for Renoa, and we we can avoid all of that. We can avoid all the <laughs> shenanigans. But. So I guess we'll go ahead and end, you know, this podcast. We've kind of drowned on for a little while. But, again, great weekend. I can't say enough about it. Um, now looking forward, we've got a late. Yeah, there's a ton people, of stuff. Well, and we're all kind of, you know, feeling the post-Nats depression, right? I'm like, not. I mean, well, I am as far as, like, I, I don't get to see those people for a while. But, like. We've got a lot. I have a lot of work to do. Like, it's even in the game, like, stuff that we're doing with the channel and mm-hmm. events that we're having. So, I mean, like. We've got the East Coast Circuit we're working on. Yeah, that's um, a big that thing. That was a post that Andy Carmona made. So I was already planning on doing something yep. for Virginia itself. Mm-hmm. And now that's kind of like. Well, and then also while we were at Nats, like Andrew Good approached, like, hey, yeah. you know, dude, count Philly in. And then Hunter was, and then like Hunter and Ryan were like, well, count yeah. Game Theory in. So, yeah, my initial idea was going to be like, it was going to be a Virginia Circuit, but we were going to give an invite to PA and an, and an invite to North Carolina. North Carolina yeah. Maybe like two invites each. But then everybody started being like clamoring that they wanted the full East Coast thing. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll push this to the side. Yeah. And I'll try to make this happen. And I've been putting a lot of time into like trying to get all the stuff ready for it. Uh, Okimoto's been a big help. Greg's Yeah, because we're using a lot of the Meta Potion um, formula. That way we can have that East versus West. And we have like a big um, group chat going on with like a lot of TOs and a lot of people in the community yes. trying to make sure like every, everything's happening that's fair and every place gets the same amount of events and. Yeah, so it's, a, it. it's, it, it's going to be a lot of, of process. Um, I don't know how soon we're going to be able to announce it, but it's definitely in the works. Yeah, we got that. And then yeah, even if you scale it back, we've got Opus 7 pre-release in a couple weeks. Well, so uh, next week, you and I are going to Distant Worlds, right? Yeah, we got, yeah, we got, we got Final Fantasy Distant Worlds. Can't wait. Cannot right. wait for that. It's going to be uh, so much so I'll fun. I'll probably bring cards with me there. Yeah, um, probably. Just to see. Because I think a lot of people aren't aware of the game still. Yeah. Um, then the week after that is the Cecil Cup, which is an uh, invitation tournament and VA. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll, we'll be streaming. Yeah, I'll be streaming that. Mm-hmm. Um, should be pretty fun. I think there's a pauper tournament. I think there's a standard tournament. Yep, and I think a draft as well. And yeah, also a draft. And there will be beer. So yeah, it'll, it'll be a it'll be a twenty one twenty one and up affair. Yeah, it, yeah, eighteen to chill, twenty one to spill. So yeah, but it should be, be fun. It's for Johnny Johnny's birthday. It's yep, the, that so, weekend. So. so make sure you guys wish Top Eight Johnny a happy birthday. Uh, then after that, we have the pre-release for seven. Yep. 
I had to make sure I got the number right. They keep coming out with so many. And then we've got the the, then, the soldier then showdown. The soldier showdown number three, which will be that'll the be that first weekend. Weekend of Opus Seven, so it'll be Opus Seven Legal, which mm-hmm. will be like the Wild West. Yep. And then the week after that, it's the Cauldron Cup. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try to make all these. By yeah. the way, like it's it's I'm gonna do what I can. But that should be a great event. That's run by Tej and YHP, Curtis and Steven are streaming, yep. so that should be sweet. Yep. Uh, then after that is. Um, I want to say there's like a Northern Virginia tournament that's going to happen. But yeah, I yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I know uh, Muhammad. You know, big yeah. shout outs to him, man. Yeah, yeah actually, that's something. Let me let me say that right now. So Spencer, Muhammad, and Stephen all made day two from VA. Yep. Uh, so big ups to them. They played mm-hmm. their ass off. I weren't quite able to make it to like top sixteen or top eight, but like day two is nothing to sneeze at. It was a hard tournament. And it was it was nice actually getting to hang out with those guys too because like you know outside of maybe a random tournament, I've yep. very rarely got to hang out with Spencer. And this is the first time actually like meeting Muhammad. Yep. Like in person. Yeah, so. I've played against him before. You've actually met him. You just don't remember. No, was he, he was at YHP one yeah. week. And one, that was the game where him and Jason like went to like super time, right? Yeah. Okay, I have met Muhammad before, <laughs> but I, we just didn't say, yeah, you're right. Yep. You're right. Um, and then uh, the only other thing left before we cut off is that James Lockwood announced the reunion. Yeah, that's in, like, that's in January. It's in January of next year. I'm going to try my best to make it. Yeah. I want to make it as, as be, like it's really bad, but it's going to come down to like work and yeah. yeah. Even, even but, if I have to take a red eye there and a red yeah, eye back, I don't want to fly because the fourteen dollars drive just sounds terrible. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. So to be on the lookout, you know, we said before. Now that Nats is over, we can put a lot more time into the content. And the, well, when I say a lot more time, like we're, there's nothing we're testing for. Like everything yeah. at this point for the rest of Opus, it's all just casual having fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna start streaming Octagon more mm-hmm. often too. And I think we're we're starting to play 14, right? Like as a group. Yeah, yeah. So I've been so, playing a lot, but I know y'all haven't played much. Yeah, at all. I actually need to like get my password and crap all updated and stuff because I I don't remember any of so, that. Yeah, so we'll be streaming more just in general. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's physical and octagon, I yep. think. Uh, at least I'm gonna try. And then yeah, the card of the week and stuff will be back. Yeah, next more deck too. techs. Yeah, so you know, and I'm you know moving into a new apartment next weekend. So uh, it'll actually be like moving. All right, well we're gonna take a break from this. We're going to see Distant Worlds, and then we're coming back. Yep. So like it's gonna be a lot of fun. So just you know, thanks for listening to this really long episode. Only an hour and a half, actually. Uh, really? So we yeah. re- well we really brought that together, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man. But you know, again, great time at Nats can't say enough love this community love everybody just keep keep doing what you're doing and you know big shout outs to you know square enix and rb for you know really just really giving us something that we enjoy and rb you know just really make it making it all work you know for us so can't say enough good so as always thanks for listening we're gonna go ahead and sign off and next week we'll have uh we'll be talking more about distant worlds yep cool toodles this Cody